Ah, hey guys, John Wooten here. Welcome to Stock Marches Podcast. I am so, 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 so excited to give you a very, 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 very special edition of the show today. This is an exclusive interview. I'm starting this new interview series. It's going to be the coolest thing on the planet. I am so excited. It's called Masters of Stocks, and I'm putting all the, the interviews, like all the videos and um, all the resources and all the little extra bonuses that I can't really deliver to you via MP3 um, on a cool little awesome site called mastersofstocks.com. And I am so, so, so excited uh, to be sharing with you the first interview we're doing in the series for Masters of Stocks. Um, and again, you can watch the actual video interview. Um, this is with Carter Farr. He's, oh my God, so, so, so exciting. So, so, so fun. What a phenomenal, phenomenal person to learn from when getting into personal finance, getting into investing, getting into day trading. does an amazing, amazing um, he, he's just done so much in the space and his, he's got podcasts, he's got websites, he's got social media, everything about him. Um, just phenomenal. I am so excited to be able to share with you the insights and the secrets that he has to deliver, uh, to you about investing. I mean, what he does is, I mean, he, he makes, you know, in a day, um, on average, but most people make it about a year, which is really the goal and really just the dream with nine to noon investing. And oh, it's just so phenomenal. And I, I cannot express to you how excited I am to be sharing this information with you, which is so cool. Um, so again, if you want to see the full like actual video interview, or if you want any of the extra bonus resources or tools um, that I just physically cannot give you over an audio file, definitely make sure to check out. We're doing the full series of interviews at mastersofstocks.com, which is super exciting. Um, and that's also where I'll be posting on the other ones. So we're going to, I'm thinking we'll do like seven masters. It'll be the coolest thing ever. I'm so excited for it. Um, and again, this is the first one, which is super cool. And I uh, cannot wait to get the rest of them done. So if you want to help that project get along faster, make sure to go over to masterstocks.com and um, just like bombard the people that are on there that don't have videos yet to go come get their interview. That would be the coolest thing ever. Um, so with that said, I'm super excited to sort of introduce this little mini series um, and share with you. And then also uh, this, this interview, oh my God, so valuable. And honestly, like if I had this probably like four years ago, it would have been a total, total game changer. So it's really, really great. People learn from people that sort of have been in the game so much, um, you know, just older. Um, and it's so, I don't know, I'm just super excited. You guys are going to, I think it speaks for itself and I think you're going to love it. So with that said, I will see you guys, uh, I guess in the interview and uh, after the intro. Thank you. Bye. So the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance or millions to start investing, how do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question and this podcast will be the answer. Cool. All right. So we want to, what do we want to talk about? Stocks? Stocks are like so fun, man. Yeah, we can talk about it all. We can talk about you know, investing in yourself. We can talk about stocks, trading, whatever. You're you're the boss. That's so me. cool, man. What got you into like investing in yourself? Um. So really, like when I was in high school, I kind I worked a crappy job in a gym, and I I knew the second that I clocked in and out, I did not want to do it. You know what I mean? I knew there was better opportunity out there. I knew there was more money to be made. So the second I turned 18, I opened up a, a broker's account, got a camera and just started recording. So making content, I guess, and just trading stocks. So dude, that's, that's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. So really, I, I really just focus on, you know, each day I have the same routine, making content as much as I can, you know, and trading as best I can. So 
Yeah, man. Do you focus more on like the content production or more on the investing? Um, it's my my time split up probably fifty fifty. Um, I'm done by like obviously you know I'm sure like trading best hours are like nine to eleven nine to noon, you know. So, uh, afternoon I just get lunch thirty minutes and then it's what video can we make today? You That's know, super smart. So you know it's just. I, I don't want to, I want to rely on like more than one income stream. So that's why I like focus on like, maybe today we'll focus on, you know, writing a chapter in a book, or maybe we'll try to create some content, whether that's YouTube podcast or, you know, you know, but yeah. So that's what I kind of have my day split up by. It's kind of 50, 50 and just wherever it goes. I mean, that's a really good way to build like a business asset that can pay mm -hmm. you for years and years and years and years. Oh yeah. For sure. I mean, I, I made I made a video a day on YouTube and for the first like year and a half I didn't get paid from it, you know? And then just recently it's just like it's just going crazy. You know, but with trading, you know, you always get paid. That's just why I like it, especially if you're good at it. But yeah, so but uh Right. Were you like learning about trading when you were in high school? How did you go through that process? Yeah. yeah. So this is what I did. I have some funny stories. Okay. When I was when I was in high school, I I had a personal finance class. Oh and wow. Yeah. So during this class, I would like obviously like just look up stocks, and I I found Ross. I, I don't know if you know Ross Cameron. Yeah. Warrior Trading. Um, I started watching his videos, Dude, and I'm like, huge, yeah, inspiration. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this dude in my class. And uh, I'm like, I have to do it. You know how this dude is making insane gains, doubling his account. I'm like, I got to do it. So I, I opened up a like free market watch account. And you know how they have like the simulation trading on it? Yeah. Market uh, watch. Yeah. So that was I started doing it. And my teacher was being the biggest. It, oh, my idiot. And turned off my computer because I. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I'm looking about, I'm looking up about stocks. I'm, you know what I mean? She shut my computer down, got kicked out because I wasn't looking up like lecture crap. So I'm like, but what class yeah, so was that, that? That was personal finance. It was like some finance class. I don't even remember. So you're looking but, up how to make money in your finance class. And she's exactly. Exactly. I'm like, you, I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, she was something else though, but yeah, so I pretty much started in high school, just like swing trading or not swing. Yeah, swing trading really is what I got into um, in high school, uh, just because, you know, it was easier at the time. You have classes. Um, and then I graduated high school and then I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I always I kind of forgot about trading, you know, and I'm like, oh, like, what do I want to do with my life? Like, you know, I, everyone always said, what do you want to be when you're older? I'm like, I don't know, you know. So then I, I started. um just like I opened up a uh, what was that Robinhood account first freaking lost like a grand. I'm like, what the F man. And then I opened up a sure trader account, which I put like I put like two grand in it, lost it in a month. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I'm doing something wrong. So I took six months and I freaking went hard just learning as much as I can. And then after that, I put another two grand in first month, 
uh, didn't lose any, didn't make any. I felt like that was a good learning experience right there just to get some real trades in. Next month, like doubled or tripled my account. After that, just been insane. Whether it's swing trading, day trading, or, you know, but yeah, so that's that's what I like to do. Wow, that's and really that's, cool. that's how I learned, yeah. So now how many years ago? This was what was this? I'm only twenty right now. So this was like two, maybe three years ago. That's really, really cool. Yeah. I'm super jealous. You saw a cheer trader when it was a thing. Oh yeah. Man, that thing was it was cool. Commissions were high, but you could get past the PDT rule and just go. That's yeah. what I liked about it. It it was expensive, but every I mean you Pay for trade. I don't know if you use trade ideas, but um, that's 120 bucks a month. So, I mean, it's worth it, in my opinion. You got to get know. like the info, you know, like, you oh, yeah. And then it turns yeah. into the results. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I always was so nervous when I first got trade ideas, uh, just because it's 120 bucks a month. You don't even know if you're going to make money, especially starting out. And it's it's li- not life changing, but it definitely tra- changes your trading results. If you have like top notch gear, oh, it's it's great, it's great. But yeah, so but yeah, that's pretty much like how I learned, and you know, just kind of the results there. But what do some of like your best or worst days look like? Some of my best days are like. I don't know. Some of my best days is pretty much done by 1030, you know, solid, probably anywhere from eight to $1,500 in profit. And you just have the whole day to look at, you know, ahead to some of the worst days is when you find yourself, first of all, repeating things that you've done that you've lost, like that you've lost money on. So if that's say it's, you know, so let's say if it's a stock, that doesn't have recent, you know, news or something and you make a trade on it, it's just stupid. And then you do it again and you didn't learn from your mistakes. That's the worst thing I hate doing. But I mean, we all find ourselves doing it. But yeah, that's some of my work. And obviously losing money, but you know, everybody all all traders sometime some point in their career, whether it's, you know, starting out or in the middle or they lose money. It's just kind of the name of the game. You with the market changing, your, your strategy has to change with it and you get, you know what I mean? So that's how, that's how I look at it. Yeah. That makes sense. Do you do like, you know, you do swing trading, obviously. Yeah, I, I do swing. Tra- I, I do, I do mostly small cap day trading and then like anywhere from mid to large cap swing trades. That's kind of like my go-to. So, do you leverage them with options? No, <laughs> I, I, I have. Okay. I, I, what was this? This was a couple of years ago now. I, I did an option call on, uh, I think it was just a regular option call on like uh, S&P 500 or SPY or one of those tickers. And I, I lost like 30 or 40%. And I'm like, I am not, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, this was when I was starting out. And I'm like, I, I, I got to focus on one thing before I learn another. So I focused on stocks and just buying and selling and, it worked well for me so that's but, good yeah yeah i didn't want to find myself like like i don't know how to describe it like too much information where it's like you don't know what's what's going on and you know you don't know if you should i like do a call or put or whatever they're called i don't even remember now. yeah <laughs> uh, which one do you use do you just do you do options 
Yeah, usually like just to leverage swing trades. So yeah, like Snap's been rallying lately, and the stock's mm -hmm. up like I don't know twenty percent, but like, yeah, my calls are up like one hundred and forty percent. Yeah. So like, yeah, you just you can use it to multiply. Just really really basic stuff though. Like you just mm -hmm. buy a call or just buy a put. Like nothing too yeah challenging. But I feel like you know you're hitting on something really huge here, which is there's a lot of like technical stuff or a lot of like really in depth things that don't really matter that much when you're starting. Um, mm -hmm. but a lot of people kind of see them as like this huge thing to overcome to start investing. You yeah. said you spent, you know, six months, which is for most people, that's, that's a really big amount of time. Um, I, yeah. I kind of went through the same thing. What were mm -hmm. you like going through to, to really figure out what to do? So really what I was trying to do, I, I like at the time I was just trying to learn about it. You know, it's just, it sounds stupid now, but I was really just trying to focus on like, okay, today that's just learn about, let's say level two. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. During this during the six months time, you're like, I'm looking at like the RSI line, moving average line, the VWAP. You know, if you look at it and you just look at it as a whole, you're gonna be lost. You're gonna be lost easily. But if that's say you go at it like one step at a time, whether that's okay, let's look at you know the VWAP. Let's understand this maybe for a week. Let's focus on just VWAP, not even doing like paper trades. Let's just see how the stock reacts. Um when it when it hits it comes in contact with it but you know what i mean and next day it's focused on rsi next day it's focused on creating a good scanner and just really go at it like that that's how i went through it that makes 100 percent sense mm -hmm. was investopedia a big resource for you you betcha it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was and and like solid content on youtube was good you know a lot a lot of things were actually great reading books you know i read pro during that six months time i probably read maybe a book a week i swear i was trying to get as much information as i could but not like too much where it was you know overwhelming but that's really really cool what was your like big motivation to make that change and invest in yourself with your time and your energy so like the big change, I mean, I, I worked crappy jobs. I hated it. And I knew there was money to be made elsewhere. And I didn't know if it was at the time going to be stocks. I knew learning about stocks was going to be like a good tool for the future, no matter what. If that's say I didn't do like day trading or swing trading, but I understood like stocks and finance and money management, I think I would have been fine. You know what I mean? Even if I had a nine to five job and I still knew where to put my money long term, it would be completely fine. But if that's say I didn't learn that, I, you know what I mean? You, you get money and the, okay. One of the biggest things with money here is if you're good with it, it you can, you can get it and you can get rid of it. Getting rid of it's the hardest part because you want to get rid of it smart. So that's investing in yourself, whether it's a $5 book that maybe all year doesn't pay you, but the next year you're like, holy crap. I remember something about this $5 book that's going to pay me a grant. You know what I mean? So just stuff like that. So I don't know. But that's really, really smart. Did you have anything like that? Like any of those little investments you made in yourself that really, really, really paid off looking back? I would say probably one of like obviously trading did, you know, taking that six months. Uh, YouTube did. YouTube has been like one of those things where everybody I talked to said, why you don't get paid doing YouTube? Why are you doing it? You know, yeah, I only have 1,600 subscribers, but I make, it's crazy. I make over $1,000 a month just, just from YouTube and views, whether that's affiliate marketing with, 
you know, all my other stuff, my courses, my books, it's, it pays me easily more. And everybody, even when I first started out, why are you doing YouTube? You're never going to make any money doing it. And I said, okay, you know, that's your opinion. And I'll, I'll, I'll pretty much, I'll prove you wrong. So dude, that's a really good mindset. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't want to look at it like, oh crap, you're right. What, did, why did I waste a year doing it? You know, I wanted to look at it like, okay, I know there's money to be made. So that's just go at it a hundred percent and just do it. So, so you got sick of like working at the gym all the time. Working at, oh, it was terrible. I mean, it was cleaning up locker rooms and cleaning out toilets. And I'm in high school and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't, I can't do this. You know, I'm getting paid eight bucks an hour and it's just killing me. And, you know, now looking back, it's crazy. You know, I'm happy I went through something I hated so I could figure out something I liked, I guess is the best way to put it. But. Yeah. When you're in a time of pain, like that's when mm-hmm. you'll force yourself to do different things. Where are you from, Carter? I'm from Michigan. Michigan. What's the minimum wage there? What is it? Oh man, it's probably like eight eight twenty five now. No, I'm not shoot. even sure. Yeah, so just like grind a minimum wage. Yeah. Oh and yeah. And then you start pounding out thinking about investing. How did like your family or your peers react to that? So okay, funny thing. Parents didn't like it at first saw after six months of me like learning okay he can do it you know what i mean at the time they were like what do you carter like go get a job because a lot like in michigan where i'm from a lot of like people work in either a couple of things construction they work in an auto factory or they do some sort of trades that's pretty much like what's around here you know and so they were like just go get a job at ford they pay you 16 an hour i'm like Okay, I I can, I, you know, I can I, I can make more money somewhere else. I just give me time. I kept telling everyone, just give me time, and you know, I, I was going through school too. I was in I was in a community college at the time That's too. Smart. Yeah, just trying to save money that way. I got my associates, and then ever since then, it's just been, let's do YouTube and trading, and you know, but my peers, like my friends. At the time, they were like, they're going to college, man. They're partying every day. And I'm like, I like I would hate doing that. You know, I, I knew I would. And so I wanted to focus on myself and try to make money elsewhere. But so, you know, but now they freaking call me up every day and they're like, hey, man, what do you think about this stock? What do you think about this? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> go check out my YouTube channel. You know, all these kids that were talking crap about me. But it's all right they're cool but are you in school yeah i'm at georgia tech now oh that's sweet how do you like it it's pretty sweet yeah that's cool. not like i mean you know you kind of know this now that you've graduated like a lot of the things you learn like you're probably just like not going to use oh it's crazy it's crazy it's even in high school like it's i wish they had like some sort of entrepreneur class in high school it it would say it would save me like probably a year, you know, of just doing stuff and trying to figure it out. But that's an interesting shift. So like I, I kind of agree with this perspective that like a lot of investors or especially if you're like actively trading, it's sort mm-hmm. of like an entrepreneurial career. Oh, it e- easily is easily is. First of all, the reason why I think it is, is one year you're, you're your own boss. So if that's say you wake up today and you're like, I don't want to trade, you know, 
who's no one's gonna be like you gotta you gotta trade you're like i'm taking today off i'm gonna go to get breakfast and you know what i mean that's why i like it and then some days it's like okay that's focus on finding you know that's trade all day that's make content that stay up all all night you know whether it's editing or you know what i mean and sometimes you just get in the grind but no one's making you clock in and do stuff you don't like that's what i like about it so yeah it's yeah but you know we're we're all trying to do it it's fun right how much time do you put in sort of to your medium term long-term investments versus active day trades so um like time related do you mean like how much time do i spend like finding stocks yeah Oh man, I don't like it's it's I mostly to be honest here, I mostly put money just towards like a couple of tech stocks. Um, you know, I ha I put my I made a ton of money off Tesla. Um you know, putting I put a 90 probably 90% of my income towards like the S&P 500. Yeah. I you know, just because I know it's reliable, it's been around for a while. So, that's where I put it for like reti retirement long term stuff really i just try to keep it simple and put it towards there but that's really yeah. smart is that sort of yeah. the stuff you're learning in that personal finance class yeah pretty much just like you know no credit card debt you know just invest your money and put it in I, and at the time you know like i don't know it's weird my teacher wasn't very smart about it looking back at it but um yeah so I, yeah I, I mostly just put it towards the s p 500 you know or yes I, some tech stocks too, but you know, Apple stuff like that. So, right. Where do you put your stuff towards? Uh, I have like most of my stuff in like day trades and then basically mm -hmm. like, you know, the inverted yield curve that kind of happened in August. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so like, you know, historically like that's happened like eight, maybe nine times in the past hundred years. And then like every yeah. single time it happens without fail. Um, Except for maybe like once in the seventies, like within a year, year and a half, two years has been a recession. So yeah, you know, it happened in 06, happened in mm -hmm. 99. So yeah, um, as soon as that happened, I was out of indices and then just doing swing trades, like okay. four month position, stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. That makes sense. I like the thing is, is I always like, with, like I've gotten to like where my account size is like, I don't like I'm over the, you know, the PDT rule and I'm just trying to put money away and it's like, I don't want to put it in something that is going to, you know, go down, I guess. And I know that only gets, what is it? 6%, 7% a year, but I don't know. It, that's like nothing looking at it like that. <laughs> Would you make a day in percentage points on a good day? On a good day, probably around 22. I would say my averages. I could probably look it up. I had, um, yeah, yeah. I'll just estimate and say 22. 22 percent that's what most people make in, in three years yeah that's, that's crazy. really impressive man mm -hmm. yeah and my like like the past month my swing trades have been up probably 70 72 percent i would say that's really something, really awesome something like that i mean i bought beyond me killed it oh man wow killed very it. impressive oh kill literally made thousands and then i i bought tesla after the Cybertruck release, when everybody was selling it, bought in, went up to 540, sold it yesterday. Nice but, job. Yeah, so that those two just freaking killed it for me lately. But 
smart plays, I guess. A little bit of luck, but a little bit of knowing what you're doing. Right, right, right. So. Do you think most of your returns come from a minority of your investments? Uh, yeah, probably. Probably, like, I would say, yeah, looking at it. I mean, I've been, lately, I've been really into, like, I've been trying to figure out, like, di- like smart dividend investing. And I want to start doing, like, uh, real estate investing. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, th- those are the things I've been reading about now and trying to take some time and focus on them and trading. And there's a lot I'm going on. That's going on. That's but, a lot of assets. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to diversify, be smart with my money and still, you know, be over the PDT rule where I can trade and kill it that way. So, right. Yeah, it's it's fun. I love doing it, though. You know, I, I wouldn't do I would never do anything else. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> it is. It's it's like there's no better feeling waking up, you know, that say at seven o'clock, you get your coffee, you pull up your charts and you're just, you know, sitting charting. And then the morning comes and the, within the first 30 minutes, you're up nine hundred dollars. There's no job like that. And, you know, if that's a just sell or sell all your positions at 10 o'clock. You made more than 90% of anyone else yeah. during that, you know, that's why I like it. That's really impressive. Yeah. Who do you use now that you're over PDT? Um, I, I still, I use um, uh, TD Ameritrade. Yeah. They're so good. They're great. I love them. Yeah. Customer service is awesome. Charts are great. You know, can't beat it. But yeah. Um, I, and on my YouTube channel, this company called me and they were like, there's some trading company called Moomoo. And they were like, Hey, we'll, we'll, if you promote our videos, we'll pay you a grand. I'm like, all right, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) So so they paid me like a thousand dollars and I got to talk about them looking at it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, because once you do that, I feel like your content changes and it changes your videos up. But I would definitely, I did it again. I would need more money. And (laughs) not so many videos they wanted me to do 12 videos for thousand dollars but i mean it's all right though it's it's it sucks but it's all right but yeah you're growing and growing and growing business assets man that's that's really really cool yeah do you think um like stuff like youtube or you know a lot of these online business like mostly youtube do you think that's gonna Mm -hmm. still be like as prosperous after say you know a recession or something uh uh, like, it's hard to say, you know, yeah. like, I would say yes, I would say the people who are well known, are going to be are going to do fine in a recession. You know what I mean? If you're well known, and you can still make content, whether that whether that's doing anything on YouTube or anything elsewhere, but if you're well known, you're fine, in my opinion, you know, because we're like, if you're if you're well known, that's where money flows. So that's a good idea i always had that's smart yeah Mm -hmm. but with day trading like you could just you just pound that out in any Uh, kind of place yeah yeah i I mostly i mostly just you know trade on my computer and you know i don't know and uh, it's hard to say (laughs) youtube but yeah i don't know i'm not sure i never really thought about it i guess it's interesting but We'll see where it goes if there's a recession. Yeah, yeah. It's smart. Mm-hmm. 
when did you have like that that moment where you you realize like wow you know like trading stocks could be it was it like when you doubled your account in a month um or was it like when you showed that to people when was like that big epiphany for you okay like all right so when i was true like i'm sure you understand when you trade the like money seems fake It, it honestly it does and so you're sitting there, you're just trading. You're like, oh, I'm up, you know, 500 bucks. All right, cool. But but the second, this is what happened with me. The second you send it to your bank account and you can swipe your card and buy something with it, that's when it's like, like, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Because I feel like when you trade, it's just kind of like, you're just going through the motions, you're trading. But if you send it to your account and you can spend it, then you're, then you did it right. So. That's really powerful. And that gets into like emotions, especially like if you're day trading, like I think emotions are one of the biggest things oh. to conquer and to get over. How did you go about that? Uh, practice. So when I, fr- I, when I was losing money, I, I was, I was so, I, I had FOMO, I had fear, I had, you know, all the things you read about, I had, <laughs> honestly, you know, where it's like, oh, you have greed. Oh, when a stock went up, I'm like, oh, this thing can go to five thousand dollars easily, <laughs> and, then, and then it falls, and I lose two hundred. But um, so, I getting over it was probably, I would just say, just practice, 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 practice. You know, that's with anything though. But that's that's what I did. You know, the second I realized, like, like I can't look at it like it's hard to explain. It really is like. I don't know. I don't know. But I got over it, I guess, just with practice, I would say. Practice definitely was good for it. So was like sim trading with Market Watch helpful in getting over the emotions? Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I use I use Market Watch because they, you know, they were good at the time, especially when I was starting out. And then I got T D Ameritrade's uh what is it, their simulation. Yeah, the at, paper Yeah, paper trading, whatever it is. Really good. So yeah. Use. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, and once I found that, because I was like, I'm like, you can't really look at like anything on there. They just had the little chart on Market Watch, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. And so I looked it up, found TD Ameritrade, and I've been a sucker ever since. So yeah, <laughs> they're great, especially yeah. without fees. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, not now, man. You can if that's say you don't know where the stock's going, and you put that's say it's only like 20 shares. You put 20 shares in. You know, oh crap, this is going up. Let's buy a little more. You know, you don't have to worry about seven dollars at the time, you know, whatever it was. So it's crazy before. But, oh, yeah. it's so expensive. Yeah, I called them one time and I was just like, you know, this is when I only pro- I had like fourteen thousand in my account. I called them and I was like, Oh my I like I cannot do this. I need lower commissions or I'm leaving. And they're like, Oh my gosh, okay. And they lowered it to, <laughs> to, to like I think two ninety nine. Dang. Yeah, I was so mad. I was so mad. But how come? I don't know. It's just one of those things where like I I knew how much I trade and I knew $7 a pop. Every time I made a trade, $7. And if you're a trader and you trade 10 times, let's say a week, that's, you know, 70 bucks. Yeah. You know, and so at the you know, I'm like I I got to get it lower. But now they're commission free and it's awesome. So yeah, that I looked at it like I don't know, monthly, weekly. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. They're getting so much money from me. And so I called them up after I kind of realized it. But I don't know. They're awesome. Hook it. Yeah. Yeah. 
pretty much. Even though, even though I paid so much in commission and fees with SureTrader. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's one thing about SureTrader. They were cool though. I mean, if you're not over PDT, it's like. Oh yeah. Each. Yeah, if you're not over PDT, and you really want to like margin out your account to like six to one, you're that's the place to go. Oh no way! Do you did you play around with margin? I at, when I was starting out, you betcha I did. No way! How'd it go? <laughs> well, um, so it, it went all right. You know, starting out, I obviously the first month I didn't lose any money. I didn't uh make any money, but like my freaking risk to loss ratio was terrible <laughs> it. it was so bad one day i'd be up a thousand dollars and then the next day i'd be down a thousand dollars and oh my gosh I, I don't know how i did it looking at it risk management's key wow. and at the time it's just whatever you know so do you use stop losses on all your trades yeah stop losses i i always use stop loss especially now always if that's a, a trade's not going my way even if it's just even if it just bounced down a little bit i'm selling a little bit because i can always buy back into it that's what i always look at it so like you mental know. stop losses mental stop loss Usually. yeah whether that's you know a moving average line and i just tell myself all right if it hits if it falls below this moving average line we're just gonna hop out that's mostly what i do but right uh, what do you find works best like for your day trading setups and your daily setup? Uh, I, I mostly look at um, making sure the stocks uh, pretty much above the moving average lines um, just because there's no resistance other than like price resistance, which is like, you know, I'm sure you know. But uh, it, once it's above the moving average lines, I like to kind of use either the VWAP as some sort of... Um, you know support or something and just make sure it doesn't fall below it i guess right yeah view apps huge like the what kind of moving averages do you use oh uh, i use uh what is it i use 920 90 200 oh 90 that's freaking cool yeah 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 uh, yeah pretty much those are like go to every every day you know sometimes we'll we'll change it up but i always get nervous when i do you know <laughs> yeah it's always so weird <laughs> i know if you change up your charts i feel like i'm a different trader so right but what I've been really doing because this company like Mumu, they funded my account and I've been, they want me to build it up for them just to show that I can build it up. And I'm like, their charts are terrible. So I pull, <laughs> I, I pull up uh, TD Ameritrade charts on one screen <laughs> and then I pull up, you know, the, uh, what, what you might call it, where I can buy and sell. Yeah. The order box. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're always like, how do you love our charts? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you can't, all right. You can't even see pre-market. Oh, I, shoot. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I swear they're delayed like a minute because <laughs> when I, when I see TD Ameritrades go off and you hear ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Freaking. I'm looking at Moomoo's and I'm like, cause that's the company. I'm like, dude, they're freaking delayed. Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to trade this? I can't wait to be done with them. I can't wait. I mean, they're going to send me some free shirts and stuff, but <laughs> like, like, man, this sucks, but I don't know. They're cool. They're, they're like some Chinese company. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I guess, they'll make it through the recession. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's funny. Oh my God. I would do that exact same thing. I would have like 
TD, think of some up, and then I'd be sitting on my uh-huh. phone trying to put stuff in Robinhood. Like when the fees yeah. high. Yeah, I know. I, I I feel like we've all been there trying to do that. Yeah. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Oh man. But yeah. So what do you most do? You, do you mostly day trade or, or swing trade? What do you focus on? Yeah, I mean, I trade like every day. So I'll put like hour, two hours into day trading. And then mm-hmm. like you can do long term investments. I have some long term stuff in crypto and like especially okay. like crypto mining stuff. Um, yeah. But for long term and equities right now, it just doesn't make sense because the way the markets are. So everything else is in like short term swing trades. And those have been doing pretty well. Like, yeah, I don't know, 300 percent the last half year or so. Oh, nice. That's really good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fun. What are your thoughts on crypto? I'm just curious. Crypto, dude, like there's been so much money destroyed in like the last year and a half. There's been so much money made. If you look at it before the huge pump, it's it's really, really crazy. Um, yeah. A lot of the consistency has been in like mining income, but even that's sort of mm. steadily fading. So it's um, yeah. it's really interesting because, you know, the market's recovering now. And, you know, a lot of the yeah. technology is just like ballpark phenomenal. But then there are some companies, there's this one company called DRG and Dragoncoin, and um, they were like four or five dollars when Bitcoin was like 20,000. And really? now they're like three pennies and it's just really? like straight down. And oh so you start God. to see like companies that are trying to maybe propose new technology that just sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're really getting punished for. Um, you know, I don't know. Were, were you trading crypto like in the bull market? So, uh, yeah, I had a little FOMO going on oh. with, <laughs> with it. Um, I bought I bought when it was at like, I don't know, 6,000. That's good. And I, yeah. And I sold at like, I don't know, 18. Dude, it, that's impressive. Very good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I kept telling my brother was be like, oh my gosh, keep buying, keep buying. I'm like, I, I don't know about it. You know what I mean? And so I just sold it. And what do you know? A couple, like a week or two later it fell. So I don't know. There was some super I, frantic investing mentalities. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was on the news every night. You know, everybody was talking about it. I feel like everybody and their grandma was buying Bitcoin at the time. I'm like, I'm like, that's when I was like, I like, I know I shouldn't, but I'm going to buy some, you know? Right. But I mean, I think I only made like 700 bucks off it because I didn't buy a full Bitcoin. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like too big where I, I knew my loss, you know what I mean? Wouldn't have been too bad, so... So you had it as part of like a long-term portfolio? I Yeah, I had it more towards like, like probably like long to, yeah, pretty much long-term, I would say, actually looking back at it. But, what do you um, usually use for your percent weightings per individual position in long-term stuff? I, like honestly, long-term stuff, I, I, I honestly don't even look at stuff like that. It's so weird. I mostly just... Like I was saying, I mostly just put my money towards the S&P 500. Oh, well, that makes it easy. Yeah. 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 I know looking at it and you telling me to look at it, man, I'm about to go change my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, you know, I was actually thinking about it. Uh, I might take some money out of what I have in and just kind of, you know, either wait or focus on swing trading. That's what I was. Yeah. I was actually thinking about it like two or three days ago because I knew we're at all time highs each day. You know, recession's about to come, so let's just take profits and you know focus on swing trades. That's what I should do. What do you think? It's been working out really well, dude. All you gotta do is get some money, buy some puts. You can make because the market moves way faster when it goes down than when it yeah. goes up. 
So yeah. people have stocks. If you look at like GE, it takes them 15, 20 years to have a runoff. And then it takes mm -hmm. them like two or three years to go down that same amount. So you short yeah. that stuff. Uh, oh, or you can yeah. catch the bottom. I know they were at like six lately. I bought calls when they were at like six. And now they're at like 20 or 12 mm -hmm. where the calls are. But there's so, so, so many opportunities because it's just so much more volatility. Yeah. And speaking of volatility. Oh, what's up? Oh, nothing. Go. Keep going. You're all good. right. All right. <laughs> what was like you think your biggest takeaway from like the Bitcoin stuff? uh pretty much the biggest takeaway with bitcoin i don't know it like bitcoin with for me i i didn't i guess i didn't understand it and i knew i knew it was i i just didn't understand i pretty much i didn't understand it i knew everybody was buying it and i knew everybody was making money in it and so pretty much i just thought okay that's just that's just go for it you know and just put i don't even remember how much i put in at the time but and just try to make some cash. And so I ended up doing it. I'm like, all right, let's sell. And I dumped it. And then I put that money towards like, I think, a, I think I bought like a camera with it or something. But I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really focus on like at the time, like risk to reward. I didn't focus on anything, I guess. It's crazy though. But now that's all, that's now that's all I freaking focus on. Yeah. I mean, nothing else matters. Yeah, I know so but it's just crazy honestly like bringing up this because it's looking back it's cr like i can't believe i i invested in something first of all i didn't understand and somehow i still made money on it it's just nuts but but you realize that like you know that's a fluke yeah yeah a lot of oh people, yeah you know that there were some other cryptocurrencies especially like you know all coins or all those different mm -hmm. ones um, yeah. some of the investments I made where you could turn like a couple hundred bucks into like 40 or 50 or 60,000 mm -hmm. and you had people that made those investments and then they thought they were like the smartest people on the planet. Oh and yeah. They went out and then what, what happens next? They lose it all because um, mm -hmm. they don't have the right foundation. Yeah. It was funny at the time, everybody was a crypto expert Yeah, and now, and now, you know, I don't know. I feel like, like crypto for me i feel like the i know a lot because i always sometimes i'll talk about it in my videos and i just i they always ask me and i go i don't know where it's gonna go you know i don't think anybody does i mean if it pumped back up to twenty thousand, you know there's definitely money to be made there for sure and you know where do i do i see it being a like a cryptocurrency will use yeah honestly maybe maybe long term you know who knows right. so it's, it's it's just it's interesting so but it's like so, watching like all of the 1990s happen in like six months mm -hmm. and then oh, uh, everything after. Yeah. Oh, it, to it totally is. I'd never thought about it until now since you said that. It really is. But yeah, man, crazy times, I guess. Yeah. So. <clears throat> So do you, do you focus on like, what do you, what's your daily routine? Just curious. Oh yeah. 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 So like I wake up at four, like every morning, that's like hard set. Um, okay. and I got to that probably two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, it was mostly like, you know, getting like really into like working out every single day. Yeah. Um, and having like waking up at four and being like, all right, let's go to the gym. Let's pump it. Let's pound it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, it was like writing the book, like, it takes a lot of work to write a book, so I would just like wake up every oh, yeah. single morning and just like pound out, pound mm -hmm. out some pages. Yeah. Um, and ever since then, it's been like a total shift in clarity. I know, like a lot of the most productive people I know, they wake up super early. Um, and a lot of my business partners, like before I met them, they were like waking up at four a.m. and I was like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. Um, 
because instead of like and i don't know this for everybody because like some people really just aren't morning people yeah um, but for me like you know by the time it's the end of the day and it's like eight o'clock at night which is when i usually go to bed like if i was going to mm-hmm. stay up for another two three four hours my mental capacity is like just crushed um yeah and so yeah it, it makes so much more sense you get so much more productivity done at the beginning of the day um and some people like obviously you don't want to make a whole jump to like you know waking up at four and that's totally cool um, I didn't get there in a day. It took me about a you know a year to slowly get there. Um, so a really good strategy you know you can use if you want to maybe have really 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 high impact time to do whatever is like the number one thing you focus on. See now that the book's out, like I'm using this time in the morning to work on my businesses and mm-hmm. startups and stuff like that because it's really high productivity time. Um, a really simple thing to do is just set a bedtime and then wake yeah. up you know seven eight hours later whenever you want to get up. Mm-hmm. And then take that time and just move it back 15 minutes and force yourself to go to bed like 15 minutes early. And then just spend the first 15 minutes of every day as like newfound free time to go yeah. and learn about investing and start looking at stocks for the day, you know, whatever your passion is. Yeah, that, I, I would say that that's 100% true. Everything you said. I try to wake up early. I try to be up at like anywhere from 6 to like 6.30. Sometimes 7 if I'm like, you know. If if all I want to do is just go to the gym, I'll kind of get up at like seven, go for an hour, be back by eight, take a shower, everything up by like, you know, eight thirty, eight forty five. Yeah. And then, and then I mean, just go ham. Yeah, exactly. That I mean, but there's times where it's like when I sleep, I feel like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I can't wait to trade. Oh my like, gosh. I, I, I can't like it's it's like hard for me to sleep when I'm like not. So I'll like I'll wake up and be like, oh, oh my God, it's only five o'clock, five thirty. I, I got to get the charts up. And there's some days where I'm literally just sitting at my computer, just looking at stocks that aren't even moving. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, so that's I love doing it. so fun. Yeah, I hear that really so hurts. often, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love it. And, you know, one of the biggest things, too, is I think especially when I was like, especially now in that, you know, I'm over that PDT threshold and, you know, I can just focus on this as like my income. I think one of the biggest things is working out before you trade. Yeah. Oh, it makes, it makes your mind clean, especially if you like my gym has like a sauna and a pool and it's really sweet. So if I can like sit in a sauna and relax for like 30 minutes and just maybe go for a jog and then I come to trade, I feel like I trade so much better. I really do. Cause I feel like I wiped away everything and you know, my mind's just a lot clearer. So, but yeah, I a hundred percent, I don't even see it as an option. Like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. just like, you just have to do. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. I really do. It's like, it's when I was first starting out, I mean, I, I would wake up and I like, I would just go out of bed to my computer and I feel like I was just like tired and I'll just be like, I feel like that's probably why I lost money. You know, when I was first starting out, so I'd just be waking up from the bed at nine o'clock. By the time I found stocks, it's freaking nine twenty eight, and you got two minutes and you're like frantically <laughs> trying to trade, you know, and it, rather than just taking the time, you know, going at it with a more like, you know, uh, like conservative approach and just, okay, we got the charts up. We still have 45 minutes before it opens. Yeah, just chill out. Mm-hmm. Let's just get a coffee, maybe read a book for 30 minutes. You know, it's, it makes it so much easier. That's what I always tell every, anyone I can to do it that way. So 
And you're not going to an office building to do it either. Yeah, which exactly. Makes it like, so easier. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But a lot of my buddies will always like I used to meet friends probably maybe twice a week up at Dunkin' Donuts and they were like, teach me to trade, teach me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you got to have time. You know, you got to have at least a couple months just to practice, you know, and learn everything. And I tried explaining it to him and the kid never called me back. So I'm like, whatever, you know, it wasn't for him. But people used to call me all the time asking. But so it's just tough to fun. teach. Yeah, I mean, they were like they. Everybody thought it was get rich quick. Uh, everybody, everybody did. Hey, man, I got, I got five thousand dollars. What stock's gonna go up two hundred percent tomorrow? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, you tell me. You'll probably have a better guess. You know. <laughs> so it's just funny. These kids, they, they had money and they just wanted to make more, and rather than just taking some time and learning it, that's what I always told told everyone but they never listened so now they now i think they work construction and it sucks so right but yeah it's crazy like you're explaining to someone what seven or ten or twenty percent is and mm -hmm. you're talking like i remember i do this all the time i would like be like this is you know the percent returns that you can expect because i think percent returns like the best way to measure anything because yeah, like, yeah scalable and comparable Mm -hmm. And then they'd be like, oh, okay, how much money is that if I have $100? And I would be yeah. like, okay, well, that's like, you know, 5, 10, 15 bucks. And you're like, oh, that's a waste of time. I don't want to do that. I know. And I know. it's just, I think a lot of people don't understand like compound interest. Oh, and yeah. I feel like they don't either. It's, that's why, that's why I love day trading is because the profits you get today can be used tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's key. So especially growing an account, that's really very, very useful. So. But yeah, it's crazy. What is sort of your morning process or your routine look like when you're going through sort of this? What, what stocks you're going through in the morning? What are you doing with them? Okay, so really what I do is I pull up, I get trade ideas up, and I've, I'm really just focused on look stocks that are more than 4%. You know, I like to keep it super simple. I'm looking at all the pre-market gappers, kind of the overall trend lines, where they're at, where they're at where's near support, resistance, stuff like that. And then if that's say, okay, there's no stocks that look good, that's make sure we have a good momentum scanner up and really try to get in early and push up. You know, that's really basic. Right. That's really what I do, you know. So it's not too complicated, you know, making sure all the stocks have uh, like some sort of fundamental or some sort of catalyst, I guess. Mm -hmm. Some stocks that have some sort of news or, you know, that always is very nice. But Yeah pretty much gap and go strategy for me yeah i mean it works really 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 well very so well you're yeah. looking at gainers you're looking at news which is super critical mm -hmm. um, yeah dude you see like some of these companies i don't know if you're trading this morning and they have like these fda cures or something it's like oh my gosh they just cured cancer and yeah they go up, like 400 percent i know like what what stocks did you trade today I'll today i pull I... up i think it was like clv i only had two day trades i think one was clvs the other one was oh where's uh think or swim I always forget the tickers. Yeah, I I traded um, uh, CETX here. I oh yeah, C yeah CETX yeah. CX yeah. yeah. That was that that was pretty much the only trade for me. It was the biggest um, there, one. Yeah, that's. I mean, I what else? There, I made a couple like break even trades somewhere. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. I mean, you get those days, and then you yeah. get the days where like you have stocks that sextuple. 
and mm -hmm. it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, like uh, crap. What was that one stock the other day? Oh, my oh the one that went up like five hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, like, ADAP. Yeah, ADAP. That stock was killing. Oh it. my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, it was man. crazy. I mean, but... where else do you see things you can buy for two dollars at nine thirty, and then uh -huh. at ten o'clock it's at like five fifty? Yeah, like there aren't I... markets that do that. Crypto used to do that, like mm -hmm. when it was, but now it's 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 just stocks. Yeah, like ADAP that went from literally a dollar thirty pre market gap to two dollars and like nineteen twenty cents. Yeah, hit a high of almost six bucks all within a day. That I I can't believe before I made it. like noon before lunch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember I got in. I got in on a little micro pullback at uh 245 wow within, very impressive within literally five minutes the stock was at four dollars i'm like holy crap <laughs> i'm like this is insane and what was that to you what do you mean how Sorry. Was, the, what was the gain oh it was i think it was like 1100 that's so awesome it was it was something it was something around that I could actually look somewhere, but yeah, it, I mean everything's somewhere, someplace on TD. Yeah, yeah, but it was around that. It was over a grand, easy, easy. But yeah, it's just it's it's crazy how these stocks do this. It really is, <laughs> you know. A lot of people and a lot of people too think, oh my gosh, this is gambling. You know, I hate when people say that. It's I so crazy. It. I I know everybody. Like my brother used to tell me all the time. You're just gambling. I'm like, okay, that's why I made a thousand dollars today. <laughs> you know, I guess I'm gambling right. <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, like if you go into a casino and you're, you're gambling and you're like playing blackjack, and mm -hmm. if you work really, really, really hard at home to learn how to count the cards and you figure out how oh, to count yeah. the cards and you go mm -hmm. into the casino and you start counting the cards, like you're gonna kick out, get kicked <laughs> out within like five minutes because you're yeah, gonna take all their money. I know, exactly. It's so crazy. But with the stock market, like you have stuff like VWAP, like you were talking about, like moving hours, mm -hmm. like you were talking about. You have these scanners, the momentum scanners, um, pre-market scanners, and you can like count the cards of Wall Street and then you make can. as much money as you want. And they can't kick you out. Yeah, I know. You're like almost rewarded for doing it, though. Exactly. It's weird. You know, it, like especially like as a content creator, because. It's that's like key, you know, you're totally going to get a lot more clicks on your video. If you say you made a thousand dollars today, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's just cool. It's sweet. I love it. I really do. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, uh, yeah. For those um, who are newer, what do you mean by a momentum scanner? Like how would someone go about oh. setting that up? All right, so pretty much when a stock, pretty, I, I have mine very, very simple. Momentum scanners, when a stock gets some sort of momentum in the market, whether that's uh, volume, whether that's price action, if the stock that's say went up more than 4% within a minute, you just get notified so you can pull up the stock and look at it. Or if you get like a one minute volume spike where during that one minute that got that share got or that stock, can't even talk, got, you know, a, 10,000 trades, you know, mm -hmm. then you, you'll just get notified. So those stocks have a tendency to get more investors and more traders to uh, purchase it. And that will cause an in increase in price, I guess. Right. Yeah, I mean, it works really, really well. It's, yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. Especially do you use trade ideas? 
or no? There's trade ideas in the morning, and then I use the thinkorswim, um, just to scan of the Senate, because you can drag it yeah. over on the charts. And... Yeah, that's, it's nice. Yeah. They're all so good, though. They really are. They're and everyone's awful. looking at the same stocks, no matter you know what mm -hmm. they're using, usually. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, yeah. How do you feel it. about, you know, most people are just, it, it, like, they don't have any kind of day trading. They don't have any kind of swing trading. Um, and mm -hmm. for a lot of people, either they have no investments in the market, or maybe if they do have investments, they only have investments in, like, indices, which are really, really, really great long term, but they're, like, mm -hmm. you know, significantly more diverse than, obviously, what we're doing with, like, you know, individual stocks in, like, yeah. a one or two or three hour time period. How do you feel about, like, do you think that you're trading, like, the top 1% of stocks that attract? 80% of gains every day? Um, do I repeat it one more time? I'm sorry. It's going in and out. My, my internet is oh, going so back up. You're good. Do you feel like you're trading like the top 1% of stocks that attract like 80% of gains? I Yeah, I do. I, I do. The reason why, I mean, the like these top stocks that we're looking at here, I mean, kind of like how we were talking about, this stock went from a dollar to $8 or whatever it was, $6. These stocks are getting insane gains. And if you're smart with your money, if you are if you understand it, you can easily, easily get those gains. It's, it just takes practice, really. So. Right. And you're mostly using what, technical analysis? What is like your go-to thing? My go-to thing is pretty much gap and go. I, I, I do that probably almost every day. So just like um, new breakouts? Yeah, new breakout, breakout, uh, resistant breakout, uh, maybe some moving average, uh, you know, support taps, um, you know, maybe some, I don't know, mostly for swing trades, it's a little different, but day trades, gap and go and pretty much momentum breakouts are like my two like go to yeah. swing, swing trading. It's more like, okay, this stock has had a historical bounce at $10. There's a moving average line coming in contact with it, you know, that set stops right below it and um you know get in and if if maybe we only uh you know buy like ten thousand dollars worth the, the of the position you know we can always buy into it more so right you know especially if it's going up so yep that's that's pretty much like my go-to day trading and kind of swing trading strategy right there yeah but, that's smart yeah i like to keep it simple i guess a lot of people, like, especially on my charts, um, you know, I, I hate to have too much information up. You know, it's kind of information is a good or a bad thing. If you have too much of it up, you're going to look at everything and you'll be, oh, my God, resistance, support, resistance. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, that's a trend line. That's, you know what I mean? You got to just, you got to understand something and, you know, do what you know, I guess. So, right. But, yeah, pretty cool. That makes sense. You're finding the easiest, simplest way. And that yeah. just comes from experience and your base. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Experience and just, under, I guess, understanding it, you know, so. Mm -hmm. What do you do, um, you know, if you're not making YouTube videos, if you're not trading stocks, do what you I sort of stay up with yourself? Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember the last time. Uh, <laughs> I swear it's either. I, it's okay. It's either. If I'm not like filming, I'm editing. <laughs> if I'm not trading, I'm pr I might be eating. I don't know. You know, most of the time I just eat and look at stocks. But uh, maybe I maybe sometimes if it's like later and I'm tired and I gone to the gym and because you know, I try to do the gym in the morning 
I don't know, maybe I'll watch like some TV shows or maybe watch like YouTube and just try to learn about something new. That's so, cool, man. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely out there achieving a lot more than so, so many people, which is really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like my time is just, it's, I'm so busy all the time, you know? Right. I, uh, yeah. So I have two videos I got to edit today and, you know, get, get them up and, you know, one for the course, one for, you know, YouTube. I got to get uh, some books sent out. What else do I got to do? Jeez, I don't even know. I'll have to look at my planner somewhere, but, <laughs> you know, but like I, oh, another thing I like doing is like podcasts. Podcasts are fun like this. Mm -hmm. I love doing it. You know, I would do this all day. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much what I do. That makes sense. That's a lot of stuff. So yeah. the planner really helps with that. Like knowing what you're going to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would be, I would honestly, I'd be like stressed out if I didn't have it, I guess. Just because if, if let's say like I, I don't have it right now, I think I left it downstairs, but like it makes it easy because you're like, okay, after trading, we just got to make a video podcast edit. You know, if, if I'm looking at it, like as a whole right now, it's like, oh my gosh, I have so much stuff to do, but like, <laughs> If I take it one at a time and I just cross it off my planner, it makes it so much easier and it's not too like overwhelming, I guess. Very impressive. Yeah. And I keep all my stocks on it too that I trade. So like we weekly re recaps and like the group chat, stuff like that. So, you know. One thing I started doing um, about eight months ago that like really, really helped is just like hire an editor, like a freelance editor. Uh, yeah. I, like, dude, I would really like, it's a game changer. It frees up so Isn't much. It really? Time. Yeah, um, you can get like cheap. How how much? Like two bucks an hour. Really? Yeah. Oh, Is your my. time worth more than that? Oh my gosh, yes. <clears throat> oh, let me write this down. Hold on. <laughs> All right, that is crazy. I didn't know they were that cheap. Yeah, dude. People in um like Singapore or uh, um what's the, that other uh country that used to be a country and then the U.S. took over and now they're not a country anymore, but they used to be a country. Um, that we were fighting with them in the Vietnam War. I forget the name of the country. Um, I think the Philippines. Dude, oh, people yeah, people in the Philippines like minimum wage is like eighty cents or a dollar, like an hour. Really? And so, like paying them a couple bucks an hour is like it, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. Do they do a good job? Yeah, they do phenomenal. Like I got this one guy, Nico. He's amazing. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to. I'm literally gonna check that out. I have two videos to edit today. If I can pay someone to do it, I'll yeah, do man. It. I've got like five terabytes of courses that i'm just sending over to my buy <laughs> that is awesome oh where, where do you look it up on uh what is it dot com freelancer yeah right. it's so good nice thank you i appreciate yeah. it i'll save me some time let me bookmark it all right there we go cool <laughs> and you but, can just have them start out on like one project see how they do Most yeah that's what, that's what i'm gonna try to do yeah I got lucky though. He was my first guy, and he just he was phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Man, that is. I wish I would have known that sooner. Yeah, Man, right. That, that, that would save me hours. It's oh kind God. of like eBay, but backwards. So instead of like bidding up the price, mm -hmm. you'll have a bunch of freelancers that'll come to your project, and they'll bid down how much they'll work per hour until oh they bid to like the lowest possible, which is two dollars. Oh my God, that is sweet. 
<sighs> and if you're making like you know here's the thing okay if you work maybe two hours and mm -hmm. on average you make what say it's a thousand dollars a day uh, average is that reasonable yeah so that's yeah, like that's what five hundred dollars an hour yeah on average you know give or take yeah mm -hmm. so to think that you could that's a lot more than two dollars i know you know <laughs> yeah that's crazy oh my gosh that is gonna change so much oh i'm about to be making content all day right V2, that's, i'm like just film for 15 hours straight <laughs> not even worry about the editing oh my goodness that's good literally i pay i think how much is how much is adobe premiere that's like 40 bucks do they cover that dude i just use sony vegas everybody hacks it off the internet oh really <laughs> yeah but i don't know oh my god man you're you're saving me money i like it <laughs> <laughs> i mean that the freaking adobe premiere i think is like 40 bucks i pay that's 80 hours or 20 hours yeah man that's a work week uh, yeah a that's, days. yeah that's yeah. crazy that's that's gonna that's gonna change my youtube i already know it oh my gosh sweet thank you i appreciate it yeah 100 <sighs> percent. i think that's kind of one of the cool things because you're you're obviously working really hard which is awesome like that's the number one sign of dedication is like the willingness to go super hard yeah um i remember like when i was you know, writing nine to noon like i would do everything i didn't know about this outsourcing stuff and so mm -hmm. I would spend like, like literally, I think I spent two weeks doing just the citations for the book and then another like really? two weeks doing just like the cover design and the formatting and all the stuff. And I could have paid someone probably like 40 or 50 or 60 bucks to do that crap. Oh my gosh. I, d I didn't even know about that. I knew about like freelancing, but I thought it was for like, like other things. I didn't know you could do that for that cheap. Yeah. Excuse me. That's awesome. That's yeah, sweet. It's a total game changer. Yeah. It's cool. So do you think um, most people that are starting out that are new into investing, that are new into day trading, new into swing trading, do you think they need to contribute? Like you're putting in a lot of effort, a lot of hours. Do you think most people need to be at that level of commitment to start? Uh, to start? Um, I don't know. Maybe I would say no. The reason why I say no is because if that it, you don't even know if you're going to like it, if you're especially tr day trading. I mean, day trading is so stressful. And if let's say you spend – Let's say you spend eight hours a day, okay, normal work day, eight hours, mm -hmm. um, and and you're just focusing on day trading, and then let's say a week later you don't even like it, you know what I mean, or a month later you don't even like it. That's hours of wasted time. But looking at the opposite, if let's say you didn't do it, you know, and you're and you like it, then you can always put more time into it. That's what I always think. I don't know. That's yeah. what I always tell my friends. So I never really clicked with it until like probably eight months of doing it yeah and then yeah you just wake up and you're like holy crap this is like so cool yeah that's like youtube youtube was a funny thing for me i used to uh make like stupid videos when i was a kid stupid <laughs> and i would post them and like i would only get like you know i don't know 30 views you know five ten maybe two views i don't know but then I, I'm like, I, I deleted the channel and then I started up another channel and it got like hacked or something. I don't even know what happened to it. it just like disappeared one day. Oh, wow. Oh, crap. Yeah. I, I, I only had, I think like 20 sub, like subs at the time, but still, I mean, I, there was still hours I put into it and the YouTube was like, I don't know, you know, I think your email got hacked and they came in and got your, 
a YouTube account. I'm like, I have 20 subscribers. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I don't, it's not that big of a deal, but it's just weird. And then I started up my other channel and I, I first started doing vlogs, you know, like day trading vlogs, stuff like that. And then I um, was like, I, I want to make either two things. I want to make entertainment or I want to make educational videos on it. I don't want to do like stupid stuff, pranks. I want to be either, you know, entertained, but learning or just straight educational. So, and that really changed my whole YouTube. So, right. You know. And if people want to go and find that and watch your videos, where should they go? Uh, go uh, www.youtube slash Carter Farr and you guys will find it. That great content. So cool. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's really nice. Like you're sharing it with people in yeah. an educational way. Yeah. And like the thing is, is I wish like what really also helped change my YouTube is I wanted to create content that I would watch, especially when I was trading. Yeah. If there was something I didn't understand, I wanted to you know, learn about it. So I felt like, okay, if I teach someone, they can, everyone can kind of come to my channel and learn about everything they could possibly learn about with trading. So that's, that's kind of how I had my channel at first. And, you know, now it's like personal finance and where to put your money. And, you know, I'm, I'm changing each day with trading and personal finance and money management. So it's all important stuff. Yeah, it is. And I was like, it's funny. People are always like, oh, you're, you're a YouTuber. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I make YouTube videos and they're like, oh, let me guess you're a gamer. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I am the complete opposite of that. You know, everybody's a game or a streamer now. So it's everybody always assumes, but it's funny. <laughs> Does that help sort of handle some of the like stress that comes from trading? Yeah, honestly, it probably does. I, I, I always just kind of done it and I got into the routine of it, but I'm sure sh- it probably does, you know, I'm sure it does because if that's say I had a $600 loss and I know one person's going to gain value from it, that's going to relieve my stress. Wow. You know what I mean? So that's really insightful. Yeah. But, but. Do you have any other big things that you try to do to lower stress? Um, I mean, I read, I try to do the sauna um you know working out i think everyone should work out if they're stressful or you know or depressed go to the gym go for a run you'll feel so much better you know uh but i don't know i mean there's cbd but i don't do that so (laughs) but a lot a lot of people do yeah it's kind of like how i relieve my stress i would say that's good hey man i i can support that we'll see how weed stocks do this year yeah let's see (laughs) <laughs> yeah they're pretty sweet crazy rallies and they're very very like volatile yeah it's it's insane were yeah. you in on them before they were big um so i i made a g- good swing trade on uh tilray oh, i got nice. it i got in at like 20 bucks and then um and i don't know if it was 20 bucks i don't even remember but i i made like a couple hundred bucks off it a couple I yeah mean, I mean, I everybody was kind of making money when it was going from like, I like think it went from what twenty five to three hundred. Here, I'll pull up the chart. Yeah, that it was. It was something like that. Was it? Foray. It's interesting. Like, you can find these really great investments just by like looking around at mm-hmm. you know the things you use. Yeah, it, yeah, I know, like um lately i've been really into like or not really into but trying to learn more about like dividend investing too 
So like I've been just looking up stocks, you know, just trying to build up a nice portfolio. That's like the goal. Yeah. Yeah. But let's go. I'm trying to find the, did you end up finding it? Yeah, man. They went like 275. Yeah. Long time ago. I remember those days. I I remember them too. (laughs) (laughs) Recent IPO just squeezed up. Uh, everybody was, everybody was buying it. It's like Beyond Meat 1.0. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. So funny. Beyond Meat did pretty well for me lately, though, too. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, Beyond, Beyond Meat, what, what was it? Like 40 bucks, I think? Dude, 40 it's been pretty to... dope. I mean, they're yeah. 110 now. And they used to be mm-hmm. like 70. I bought puts at 150 and they like oh. tripled. <laughs> really yeah that's crazy that's awesome because it's just a head and shoulders setup so oh yeah it is yeah nice that's awesome i mostly just saw like reason why i got into it before was um just recent uh support so i got in that's super smart yeah so wow i mean i doing well yeah but same with tesla tesla's been killing it though too yeah. I mean, Tesla is about what five eighteen today. That's awesome. That's it's crazy. just like so fun to just like look at the stocks over I and know. over. I know it really is. What do you think about Elon Musk? Do you like? Oh, him? dude, such an inspiration! Like one of the oh, most inspirational. He really is. I love. I love him. Literally, he is awesome. He's he always invests in you know everything. Invests in. You know, the SpaceX, the Hyperloop, Tesla, what else? And probably more. I mean, he's he really is sweet. He'd be like the one of the one, probably like if I could pick one person to talk to for, you know, an hour, I would want to talk to him. That's he's, so he's, cool. He's I, he's sweet. I want to get a Tesla, though, too. Right? Dude, I'm waiting so for the Roadster nice. to come out. Oh, they're so nice. Yeah. They're so fast crazy roadsters what zero to 16 1.9 it's berserk that like but uh, it's so cool to see like once you have sort of your first really big success with you know personal investing or or, or mm-hmm. a company or something because you know he started everything with like the hundreds of millions he got from paypal yeah. and so like once yeah. you get to that point like it's just like sky's the limit like, it really is the sky i know like he could have retired on a beach and just Ben, you know what I mean? Never had to worry about money, but that's why I like him is because he went ham and made some cool stuff. Right. That's why that's why he's a cool guy. So I think that's something I see like with a lot of like super super stuff trades like yourself. Like, you know, you don't have to work every single day if you don't want to. Um but yeah. you do because you love it. And it's like not that yeah. much work in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even look at it as work really. Exactly. That's why I like it. You know, you look at it just like uh, like you like doing it, you know. Dude, if I miss a day, I'm like, crap, I miss like my fun I, excitement. I know, like, uh, like I went on I went on vacation. I went to the Florida Keys um, and like the whole time I like brought my trading setup and every, <laughs> like, like, you know, my girlfriend was like, hey, we got to go. We got to go fishing. We got to go to, you know, downtown. And I'm like, huh, like I'm missing my charts. You know? <laughs> I'm like, we're paying for it with this, you know, but 
Yeah, you pay it's for like, the vacation. The money on the vacation. Yeah, I know. Like we went to. Uh, that's one thing I love about trading, though. Too is you can trade anywhere. You really yeah. can. Um, we went to. Uh, we went up north somewhere. You know, I think it was pictured rocks. It was like eight hours away. Really beautiful. You know, rocks and hills and like mountain type. Um, but it was the one of the first vacations. This was when I first started out where I came back and, you know, everyone thinks about going on vacation. They're wasting money. I came back with, with money. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I took my, all my stuff and I traded, you know, it was awesome. So it was sweet. Yeah. But, I yeah. kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm still in college and stuff, but like, have you ever thought about like vagabonding with trading and just like moving somewhere for a couple of months and just like living off uh, trading? Kinda. I mean, yeah, I, it's always been one of those things, you know, where I've wanted to do it. It's just doing it, you know. But you have like the choice and you have the freedom if you do. Yeah, that's the thing. If I wanted to wake up tomorrow and just say, we're going on vacation, I can do it. You know, there's not a boss where I got to be like, oh my God, can I get two weeks off? You know, <laughs> I want to be gone for six months. No one's going to say no. So. Do you think there's like a big difference between, you know, what you do every single day versus what maybe somebody at Goldman Sachs or Wells Fargo does every day? You know, I like I I would say, yeah, I mean, those guys, I feel like this is just my opinion. Those guys are still clocking in. They're still, you know, they have they they're with the company that, um, you know, they I don't even know how it works, really. Don't they like give them asset or give them money and they got to build up their portfolio for clients or something? You know, isn't it? That's I'm not sure. Photographer. Yeah. It's so confusing. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I didn't, I didn't study it. I don't, I'm, I'm not real sure, but I feel like it is. I feel like with my, like myself, I can like, I have a lot more freedom than freedom than they do. You know, I feel like, I feel like I just have the world on my, you know, in my hands. I can do anything. That's so. really cool yeah that makes sense yeah i love doing it but yeah i want to one of my goals though is i want to get a i want to get like a studio space where i can trade and film content that's one of my goals so i'm not like in the house you know in an office or like in the house office you know so doing it but do you have any really big like overarching long-term goals uh I want to get three real estate investment properties by uh, 2020. What is it? Two. I got to look at my notebook, but um, 2021 or two, three investment properties that I get tenants pay me, you know, monthly. Um, then I want to, you know, get a Tesla. I always want their car. Yeah. <laughs> the car I have now literally is terrible. I hate it. But um, I want, I just want to build up my portfolio. I want to hit a hundred K subs on YouTube. I want to, uh, you know, just do everything. I want to travel, see the world. But That's so cool, yeah. Carter. So yeah. with all, like, the content you're doing with personal finance and money management, like, what do you think of when you think of, like, you know, spending, you know, X much on a car? Or, like, how do you see everyday expenses? Every, I mean, if the, the thing is, okay, a lot of people are, like, um, you know, it, okay, if you're like I was kind of saying in the beginning, I kind of forgot it and kind of lost my train of thought. But if you're good with money, money will come to you. And the and the biggest issue shouldn't be getting it should be getting rid of it, whether in smart ways. And if if an if a three dollar co iced coffee is killing you, 
you need to reevaluate your finances finances mm-hmm. and get more income. That's just my opinion. You know, you should be able to, you know, get a coffee, nice dinners, eat out, you know, like I, I, I eat out probably maybe once or twice a week, but I, I don't look at it like, like terrible. Like I'm burning through money. I look at it like, you know, I'm, I work hard. I work, you know, probably 50, 60 hours a week and I, I can do it. You know, I, I, I can afford to do it. And I should be focusing on, you know, good, good quality memories and, you know, so, but with money, I feel like money is a tool, you know, you can, you can let it sit. And when you let tools sit, they rust, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you're, if you're using a tool to make something, then uh, you're going to get something in return. You're going to get more stuff. So that's how I look at it, but I don't know. That's really smart. And now you're like using your tools um, mm-hmm. in your investing and in your real estate and in uh, yeah. your business. You exactly. Know? That's really so, smart. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how I always looked at it, though. Even when I was in high school, I mean, I was I used to be super like, oh, my God, I can't spend money. And I kind of still am now. I don't spend money on like stupid stuff. You know, the stupidest thing I would probably buy would be the Tesla car if I ever got it. Right. But, you know, I always I always try to invest in myself invest in stocks and really just you know i don't know and travel and use the money for like travel those are like my three things i love doing so that's so smart but yeah i think that's one thing a lot of people overlook especially if they don't have the experience is like it's like fun to invest in stocks it is it really is like i i i would not do anything else i really would <laughs> it's amazing yeah especially when you when you see you're up and you're you know even 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 if that's say you're up five dollars that's still, you're still like, I made five bucks I just, just sitting at my desk. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's cool. I love it. I really do. But, that's yeah. awesome, Carter. What do you think is sort of like the one biggest stock market lie that new investors face? Oh, stock market lie. I Okay. Probably get rich quick. I, a lot, a lot of, okay. A lot of like popular traders maybe not like get rich quick but like they think that they can they think that they can make so much money today you know and really what that means is like they're they're gonna they're gonna take this money and they're gonna invest it and that money's gonna triple or quadruple you know and people are telling them that they can i see countless facebook ads saying oh my gosh you can you can double your money you can triple your money just learn these three simple strategies and it's like that, like that is, you know, not the case. You got to take time. If you're going to, you, you got to take time, education, you got to practice. There's so much. I feel like that's one of the biggest lies is when like popular, you know, educators tell their students or tell people is that they can get rich quick. Right. But I don't know. I remember. Yeah. And you see like some of it's really inspirational. You know, it's like how you turn $500 and like a million dollars. But yeah. then it's like, you know, how much experience is that person? How much experience you have, you know, going into it? Yeah, exactly. I think I think I think it the, the same way. I really do. But it's cool cuz like, you know, like do you think like you can mimic those results if you put in the time, if you put in the trades and you put in the effort? Yeah. Oh yeah. If you take the if you have just as much experience as this guy who's doing the same thing and you have, and you take the same amount of time and study and educate yourself, you could do it. Right. I mean, you easily could, you know. 
yeah. That's really, really smart, Carter. Well, that is phenomenal. I really, really appreciate it, man. Are yep. there any, like, super big stories, um, especially when you're starting out, that you think would help, you know, someone new getting into investing have a paradigm shift? Um, man, stories. <sighs> let, me, let me think here for a sec. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. This is, this is uh, maybe this is, like, a key rule you guys – Maybe not key rule, but like something you guys should understand. And I, 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 I wish I would have known. Um, so when I first started trading, I traded my very first stock. I traded was, oh man, what was it? GP. So it was some. It was some stupid stock. I saw it and I bought it. But like a U.S. Then, company. Yeah, some U.S. company. Never heard of them. It was up a little bit, so I bought in. Oh, okay. Um, but, and. And the tre- it was a downward trend. Mm-hmm. I-, I didn't know. You know, it was up a little bit on the day, but the overall market, you know, the overall year was down. So I'm like, all right, this- let's just hold this for a week. You know, I put $1,000 into it. And I checked it, and I had like $200 in my, <laughs> my Whoa. account. Wow. Yeah. So understand that, okay, first of all, the trend is your friend. And take time it- to really look at the charts. Because... The reason why I say the trend is your friend is because if you're if the trend's going up, go up. If the trend's going down, go down. Really, because I didn't look at that and it cost me, you know, eight hundred dollars at the time. You know, and with the small account, that is that's a lot of that's money. Big, yeah, right yeah. But so, man, holding overnight, like if you're not going to look at weekly charts or daily charts, like that's mm-hmm. that's definitely dangerous. dangerous yeah, play right there. It, I yeah I don't even know why the stock was up to begin with. Like I said, I literally just looked at it and I'm like, "That's I'm all in. <laughs> We're going for it. This is the one." And then it sold off, and you know, it's not like I I didn't take the time to check it. I think I had like schoolwork, and I'm like, "Well, it's probably good." You know, yeah. like whatever. So, but man, stupid trades. But I I learned from it. You know, I'd never do it again. So. Yeah, I mean, you learn from yourself or, or you learn from others and you just kind of bring it all together. Yeah, exactly. Which so. is smart. Nice. Yeah, man. Now that you're like at the top, you know, you kind of have like this compound curve of like getting better and better and better and better at investing. And like you're like super high up it now and you've just got like all the experience behind you. What do you think are like the top? three resources or tools that you know new investors could use to really sort of skip ahead of a lot of that introductory stuff what uh, what really helped me was getting um well for my strategy i use you know obviously momentum so huge so i i use trade ideas trade ideas literally helped me so much it was one of the biggest tools that i i ever could invest in you know i got everything i could possibly ask for right on my computer and you know, it saved me time, it saved me money, and it helped me make money. So it was awesome. You know, it's probably the best tool. Best tool. That's phenomenal. And where can people learn about that? What was that? And where can people learn about that? Oh, you guys can go, you know, check out my YouTube channel, carterfar.com, or you can just go to carterfar.com if you want to check it out that way. So sounds good. That's really smart. I know, like, what motivated you to start your podcast? Um... Honestly, I, I like I wanted just to create more content, just to get more well known, 
So I started doing the podcast and then, you know, I started doing, you, you know, just trying to, you know, build, uh, you know, writing books and trying to help people because I felt like I could definitely teach people some stuff, especially starting out. Maybe if it's, you know, only like one or two things, that's huge over the course of a career. If, if you know, I told you one valuable thing that could last a lifetime, you're, that's going to be key. So that's yeah. really why I did it is to educate others and, you know, just to put more content out there. Dude, so. that is so golden. And where can people learn about your podcast? You guys can go to, I don't even remember the URL. I always change it. But uh, <laughs> you just go to carterfar.com and it's one of the links. You guys will see it. You guys will see it. I know you will. But, that's smart. Yeah. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about your books? They look really cool. Yeah. So my books, um, really, I have a couple. I have uh, How to Swing Trade like a millionaire and you guys can learn like key strategies on swing trading, whether that's, you know, hitting support lines. I teach you how to look at charts. I look, teach you how to, you know, look at different studies. Um, another book that I have is how to become an active trader. And that just focuses on, you know, day-to-day -day, uh, day trading, um, you know, and focusing on, you know, not so much long-term plays, but like how to slowly grow an account and how to look at the overall day-to-day -day charts. So, that's really, really cool. smart. Really, really cool. Yep. Pretty sweet. I love awesome, doing it. Carter. Are there any questions I totally should have asked you, but I didn't ask you because I was silly? <laughs> no, you're good. You did a great job. Awesome. I loved it. We should do it again. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's so cool to like just surround yourself with like minded people. They're like crushing it. Yeah, it is. I, I, I love it. Networking is huge. So do you go to a lot of like networking events? um i've been to what is it? i think i've been to two two are they like yeah. big seminars and conferences yeah i went to um uh the have you ever heard of the trading service t 2000 it was something like that the expo yeah it was something it was something i don't know it was in detroit it was some trading expo or trading thing t 2000 put There's on a lot I'm of not, them yeah but i went there met a, met some cool people um i went to one like business uh entrepreneur thing where you just talked about businesses and met people which was nice so what were some of like your biggest key takeaways you've implemented from those conferences and from learning from you know a really big mastermind of other people uh all right so if you're not working you should be networking just because a lot of i didn't realize how important networking was but if that's say you guys are like if that's say trading's not your thing and you're just if you're a you know videographer or a photographer, okay, go to one of these seminars and meet with these business owners, and you know don't even like sell your stuff. Just talk to them about like key you know key things and some uh. of the things. That, you know what I mean? It's just I don't know. It's like just go go there. You know don't don't be a don't be lazy. Get up and go. You know that's the biggest thing is just going. Once you get there, you like it. Yeah, hundred percent. So. That makes so much sense. So, yeah. And not to pitch is huge. I remember I sold so many copies of my book, not by like trying to sell my book, by just talking to people. Exactly. Yeah. You don't even have to be like, oh, I'm a, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a stock trader. I'm a YouTuber. Just be like, so like you own, let's say 27 restaurants. Some dude owns so many restaurants. That's and I was lot. talking. Yeah. He, owned, he, he pulled up and I forget some like a 2014 like Rolls Royce. I'm like, Whoa. wow freaking nice car i i might i might have been newer i don't remember this chauffeur was like a year and all? Ago. what do you have a chauffeur 
<laughs> did he yeah no he didn't he Not just yet. showed up he had like a nice suit oh, okay. and i'm like hey i was talking to him and he was like he was like yeah i would you know i uh i got a loan and it was terrible for me to get a loan i you know i started uh this little store or this little restaurant wasn't doing anything i sold it and then i started this like little um corn or not corn dogs um coney dogs and I, I started putting them in, you know, areas with a lot of construction, you know, cheap where these construction workers could get cheap lunches. And he said it took off. So I was just like, I was just learning so much about it. And, you know, it was awesome. So, you know, he was a great dude. And like, the thing is, is I could like, you know, we exchanged phone numbers. So I, I could like call him and be like, Hey man, what's going on? Do you have any input? You know, I'm thinking about doing this. So it was really cool. It was That's really sweet, actually. Yeah. Cool. It was really nice. So but, you talked about, you know, like people in different industries or maybe who aren't like, you know, full time trade stocks all day. You're not even all day, just a couple of hours. So I know a lot of people, yeah. you know, if they have a job or they have a career, maybe they're in school and they mm -hmm. can't block out, you know, the couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is the best way for them to start getting involved in financial markets and investing? Very first thing is learn about it. You know, whether it's reading books, taking courses, you know. Um, second thing is, is, uh, if, if your money's sitting in the bank, you're doing something wrong. That's, yeah. that's how I think. That's how I think, you know, that the bank's winning. <laughs> if you're, if you're, if your money's sitting, the bank's winning, the bank's using that money that's sitting in there and they're investing it themselves. It's so if crazy. you're not, your bank is. So just, just focus on, um, whether it could be investing in yourself, it could be starting a blog. You like, let's say if you love movies, start a blog on a movie review. You know what I mean? There's 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 so much opportunity out there. It's crazy. Yeah. But that's phenomenal advice, Carter. That's super cool. I had this buddy, the financial advisor. You had this one client who was like 60, 65 years old, and for forty years they put like six figures, all of their money, into like ten year treasuries. Like everything really? was just treasuries. <laughs> oh and, my god, ah, man. It's like, ugh. I know you just you just find talent, but you know, you know, if you could say funny. like one thing to like the half of Americans who don't own stocks, according to statistics, like like what would you say to them? You're missing out. You're missing out. You're you're you're, you're man. That's it. You're missing out. I I can't even explain it more. That yeah, just crazy. Half of Americans. Is it? Is that what you said? Half yeah, of Americans. Yeah, it's insane. Oh, my gosh. And we're at, like, the height, you know? I, yeah, I know. What? I, I Now that you said that, I, I remember reading something that half of uh, millennials or half of, you know, people uh, don't trust the stock market. It's insane. Yeah. Now that you said that, that makes, makes complete sense. The top 1.2% from a study a couple years ago own like 78 percent of stocks oh my god and people are like how do the wealthy get rich and then you look at what they own which is stocks and it's like do what they do you know or yeah real estate exactly or, or businesses oh yeah <laughs> yeah people people always want to be rich but they don't want to learn how it's interesting or, or do it so or work for it or sometimes they just don't like have access to it so i think it's really powerful what you're doing like getting financial yeah. education in front of people yeah oh yeah for sure 
I always, I always try. I like literally, I, I always want to help out because I mean, when I was growing up, we didn't have a ton of money. You know what I mean? So I felt like money is so big, you know, money's the tool, like I was saying, and you just got to learn how to, how to use it to right. your advantage. So but. that makes a whole lot of sense, Carter. Awesome, man. Yeah. I say thank you so so much for sharing I hope all listeners got a ton of value out of this interview and learning about your background which is very very impressive to go from you know hating your minimum wage jobs to you know thousands a day and just absolutely crushing your stocks it's very 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 impressive and you've had a major major accomplishment even if no one can really tell on the outside it's it's really cool yeah thanks for having me I really appreciate you uh, putting me on the show you bet man 100% yeah, it was, it was fun. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, Carter. All right. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Want more Masters of Stocks secrets? If so, then go to mastersofstocks.com. In Masters of Stocks, you'll learn from the world's seven most outstanding top master investors as they reveal their stock investing master secrets on live video interviews and share everything that you need to succeed completely for free, no opt-in required.